going to be preaching on Jesus, my Redeemer. Come on. And only the redeemed understands redemption. Only them that has been begotten of the Father. That means born into the kingdom. Without him, we are hopeless. Amen. Without him, we are worthless. I am who I am because of him. Can you say amen? Thank you, Pastor, for letting me bring forth the message this morning. I want to thank God for the privilege of being in this auditorium and preaching Jesus. Would you stand with me as we pray? Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for the glorious privilege to bring forth the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I pray that that you, Lord, can minister to every mind, every heart, every soul, and deliver that one that's nearest hell. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. God bless you. Well... You did it, Paul. That's a very bright light. <laughs> I still may have to do this. I don't... Ephesians, go with me to the book of Ephesians. That's so bright, I can't see my phone. And in the first verse of the second chapter, Ephesians 2, 1. I'm going to have to get away from that light. (laughs) And you, has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins? Where in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. That's the God of this world. Us preachers call him Satan. According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Adam and Eve were the only two humans on earth that passed from life unto death. And because that and what sin is what? Death. Death. Eve was deceived by the enemy. We have been deceived by the enemy. When we live according to the natural man 
according to a worldly person that has never been regenerated, a person that has never been begotten of God, a person that never had a God-mindness, a person that has never been forgiven, a person that does not know what it is to be redeemed, Adam and Eve, when they were in the garden and they lived, walked with God in the cool of the day, that means that Adam had a kindness. Adam was righteous before God. He was a righteous man. He was a godly, holy man. And him and Eve walked and talked with the Lord in the cool of the day. So I'm saying that was early in the morning. Until Eve was deceived by the enemy, and she told the Lord after she was deceived, I was deceived. Yeah. The great deceiver is still today. Yeah. He's still here today. Yeah. He's still deceiving people. He's still lying to people. There's people that's been saved that still think they're unworthy. Yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie. Yeah. That is first-class ignorance. Come on. Come on. You do not know the word of God. When you were redeemed, it was complete. When you were brought out of darkness into this marvelous light, it was complete. There's no weakness in God's salvation. There's no weakness in his deliverance. He is who he is, and he does what he says he can do. He is the God of the word. The word is the power of God, Romans. Amen. Yeah. One sixteen. Let me go a little further. When he lost that nature, he lost the godly nature. He took on a different nature. He really did never, he had never experienced hatred. He had never experienced sin. He, had ne he never knew what it was to have an ungodly mind because he was made in the image of God. He was godly. And Satan says to Eve, thou shalt not surely die. Physically, she did not die. Spiritually, she died. Yeah. Yeah. Adam willfully gave it up, yep. and he died. Yeah. But they were still alive. What they became was a human spirit, and they lost the spirit of God. Yep. You know, I watch it. I don't watch it as much as I used to because of what's going on. But on the news, I, I hear it all the time. We're all God's children. No, we are not. No, we're not. We are all God's creation. Yes. We are not all God's children. That's right. It took the blood of Jesus to make yes. you a child of God. It took the power of God to redeem you. It did. Let's go. Now, uh, it's, uh, what verse am I in? Third? Yep, three. Among whom also we all had our conversations in times past. In the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and the mind... And whereby nature, and whereby nature, the children of wrath, even as others. It's <laughs> you take a newborn baby, 
And I would never say it in front of a, a mother and a, and, and, a new, and a dad. And you see how precious that thing is and how dependent it is on mom and dad. And, and, and it's just a precious thing. And I don't know how anybody could kill it. Anybody. But actually what you hold in your hand is a cute little devil. He's a cute little devil. Boy, that's a true statement. Because that's the nature we got from Adam when he messed up big time. And we got that sinful nature from man because it says in Romans, because of one man's sin, sin came into the whole world. So right, because of one man's righteousness, righteousness came unto everyone that believes. Yeah. Let's go from the third verse. I want to go down to the 11th verse. I can see it. Okay, here we go. That is, okay. Wherefore, remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision in the flesh made by hands. How many knows understands what that means? How many knows? I know Paul does. You study Paul. <laughs> Uncircumcision is a Gentile. It's an un-Jew. The circumcision is the Jewish nation. God came. He chose one nation, the smallest, weakest nation on earth, and it's still the smallest nation on earth. He chose them, and he called them, and he made covenant effort. That's like a spiritual contract. He made contracts, covenants. They were a covenant people. They were people of promise. God uh, gave them promises and covenants with them if they obeyed God. And they, and they trusted God, and they had faith in God, and they lived for God. And we know all throughout the Old Testament, time and time and time after again, even after Moses and God delivered them out of Egypt, it wasn't only 40 days that Moses is on the mountain, and they done toss up God and, and, and throw in their earrings and bracelets and everything and make a golden God. After everything that God did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough until Aaron listened to what they said and he built a false god. We still have false gods today. Anything that takes more of your attention away from God is an idol. Yes. I know. I've been there. Yeah. I am a sport nut. I loved sports <clears throat> until recently God convicted me 
of my sports. And I realized that I thought more about sports there it is. than yeah. I did about God. Yeah. It says in the Old Testament, he whose mind has stayed upon the Lord is in perfect peace. Paul, read the 12th verse. Is it up there? Yeah, man, here, I'll, I'll read it, absolutely. Oh. The, the 12th verse of Ephesians 2 says, That at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Holy cow. We had no covenant. We had no hope, yeah. and we was out God. Yeah. That's who we were. Yes. That's the life that we lived. That's the mindset that we had. You know, the, the biggest battle between you and God is between your left ear and your right, right ear. Amen. You win or make it up here. But when you get it down here, and you're convinced here, it doesn't matter what you hear up here. When his word means more than life itself, and then it's like David said, I hid that word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You can tell people, tell people, tell people, tell people, and they still don't get it, Paul. They hardly ever read their word. They hardly ever spend time in prayer. Somebody help me. Amen. Amen. Come on. Yeah. And they got a bushel basket full of problems. Uh, yeah. Amen. Yeah. They have no joy, no hope, no peace, and they're sad all the time. Yeah. And they're forever getting kicked in the rear by the devil. Somebody help. Come on, Mike. What is God's word? Truth. Yes. And when you got truth, you have understanding. Yes. And when you got truth, you have confidence. Amen. And when you have truth, you have assurance. And when you have truth, you have faith. Amen. Faith Come on. The truth is faith in Jesus. That's what you have. Come on. Paul, yes, sir. Verse 13. 13. Yes. <laughs> Verse 13 says, but now. Somebody say, but now. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off were made nigh by the blood of Jesus Christ. for his great love wherewith he loved us. I have a question for you, Paul. Yes, sir. Come on. Why would God love a burned out drug addict like you? Because that's who he is. 
And that's what he does. Why does he love you? I don't know. It's God. Some of you, I don't take God to love some of you. That's me. How can God love me? An ungodly wretch that I was, filthy, dirty mouth, ungodly. How could he love me? I'll find out when I get to heaven. <laughs> but God, who is rich in mercy, yes, he is, and his great love, wherewith he loved us. If you're on the wrong side of the cross, If you're on the wrong side of the cross, I have a question. Why? Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Why? Why are you there? Mm. Why would you not want God's peace? Yes. Why would you not want God's joy? Why would you not want to be filled with the joy and the power of the Holy Ghost? Why would you not want to know the truth? Because you're defeated in your mind. Because yes. you listen to lies. Because you listen to deceiver. Because you've been robbed of the God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. It's time to step over. Yeah. Read the next verse. Verse 5 says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. Can somebody say Amen. It's just the pure, unadulterated love of God. Yes. yes. I studied on grace before. And God revealed to me the fruit of grace. Yes, you probably heard me. The fruit of grace is the joy of forgiveness. Amen. To be forgiven. To have the power of Satan over you crushed. And to be able to say yes to righteousness. And be able to fulfill it. It's unimaginable to a sinner. But the fruit of grace is the joy of forgiveness. Go with me, Paul, to Colossians 1. Yes, sir. And start with the 12th verse. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers in the inheritance of the saints in light. Yes. All right, read the next verse. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. If you've never been born again, you've never been translated by the power of God out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So therefore, you're powerless. You're helpless. You can't change yourself. You can't change one iota of yourself. Only the power of God can take you out. There's a transaction that happens to every believer. When a person is born again, a transaction spiritually takes place where a man, where God 
that takes you out of the power of darkness yeah. into the kingdom of his dear son. Yeah. Only God can do that. Amen. It's like that song says, um, I can't earn it. How's yeah. that? I don't deserve it. I don't it. deserve it. Yes. And what's the rest of it? Yet he gives himself away, right? Yeah, yet he gave himself away for me. We were translated out of darkness mm -hmm. into the kingdom of his precious son. Amen. That was God's choice for yes. us yes. to be redeemed like Jesus, resurrected. Mm -hmm. he, I, I love the songs that they sang this morning. Praise and worship team, you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> hey. Yeah, man. They knocked it out of the park. Yes. All right. Uh, read the 14th verse, Pastor. Yes, sir. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Hallelujah. Read that again, Paul. <laughs> In whom we have redemption. In whom? Yeah. We have redemption. No other. No other. Just Jesus. Just Jesus. Many years ago, I don't know if any of y'all ever heard. I'm, you're pretty young too, Paul. I don't know. Uh, there was a gospel group, <laughs> the Imperials, and they sang a song about old Buddha. Old Buddha. It won't be old Buddha that's sitting on the throne. And it won't be, oh, Muhammad, that's calling us home. No. And it won't be Hare Krishna that plays that trumpet tune. Because, and it won't, let's see, because we're going to see the sun, not Reverend Mary. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> There's only one redeemer. His name is Jesus. Yes. Amen. Yes. All these other voices are just that voices. They're lies. They're the figment and the imagination of man. Listen, God has delivered us from the power of imagination. Yes. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But mighty through God, through the pulling down of strongholds and vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Yes. Don't listen to the lies. Amen. Right. Yes, come on. You have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. You've been filled with the power of his precious spirit. We walk in him and not in darkness. We walk in light. We are the sons and the daughters of the Most High God. Yes, there, is, yes. there is no other hope. We do now have hope. We are not without hope anymore. We are now the chosen. Yes. We were grafted in, as it says, right, Paul? That's what it says. We were grafted into the natural branch. We were strangers and aliens, foreigners from God. Go with me, Paul, to uh, Ephesians 1 and 5. Sir. Ephesians 1 and 5 says, Having predestined us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. Can you ask for more than that? No. Can you ask for more than being predestinated to him he foreknew? 
He predestinated us to be his adopted children. Yes. Read the sixth verse. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. For you who fight in your silly mind and think you're unworthy, that is not what that said. Amen. Read it again, Paul. To praise to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Yes. <laughs> we didn't have a choice. <laughs> glory to God. Once he did it, it was over with. Oh, yes, yes. We were made. To what? To praise the glory of his grace. <sighs> to be beloved. Amy, did you know that you were the beloved of God? Yes, you are. Is Todd here? Where are you at, Todd? Wave your hand, Todd. See if I can see it. He's got his hand up over there. Todd, did you know you was the beloved of God? Oh, man. Beloved. Who is this? Is that you, Rhonda? <laughs> That's his better half. Yes. <laughs> Rhonda, did you know that you were the beloved of God? We are the beloved. How many in here are righteous? Raise your hand. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, you yes. are righteous. You know what it means to be righteous? You have a upright standing before God. Yes. That's what you have, righteous. You're clean and been purified by the blood of Jesus. There is no weakness in the blood of Jesus. There is nothing that, there is no stain that wasn't cleansed by the blood. There is no weakness in you that, that it, no sin. When, you, when, when he cleared your record, yeah. he cleared your record. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. First John 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful yes. to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Who's faithful? He's faithful. It, it, it was he that did it, not us. You can't cleanse yourself. You can't wash yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a Savior. Read the next verse, Brother Paul. Yes, sir. In whom we have redemption through his blood. Redemption, yes. The forgiveness of sins yes. according to the riches of his grace. Do you believe that? Yes. Do you believe you've been totally forgiven of everything you ever did or done or said or thought? Do you believe it? Yes. Boy, there ain't very many. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Help me, Paul. <laughs> Do you believe that you have been saved, forgiven, sent free, made righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ today? Do you believe it? Do you believe it? <laughs> I just love that big mouth preacher. <laughs> Yes. yes. Redeemed. Yes. 
Last verse, Paul. All right. Uh, yes. Verse 9. <laughs> Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he has purposed to himself. Maybe it was supposed to be verse 8. Hang on. Yeah, Wherein he hath abounded toward us in wisdom and prudence. Yes. Yeah. It was God's own choice. Yes. And his good pleasure that you didn't rot in hell, Amy. That's it. That's it. You either, Rhonda. He even saved Rhonda. That's a happy dance. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, I didn't rot to hell. Thank you, I haven't died. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. Thank you, Lord, for forgiving me. Thank you for who you are. Stand up with me and give God a big clap. Come on, let's praise Jesus up in here. Come on. Hey, if that ain't worth shouting about, I don't know what is worth shouting about.